Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com slash podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers, makers, and shop owners who want to do business differently. I'm your host, Janine Malone, retail expert, small business cheerleader, and the founder of Feel Good Retail. On this show, you'll hear insights, strategies, and ideas on how to sustain and scale your shop without sacrificing your sanity. Each week, you'll hear from me and the occasional guest expert in what I hope feels more like a voice note from your retail BFF than a business podcast. Additional goodies and support can be found in our show notes and at feelgoodretail.com. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. I'm Janine Malone, and today I want to invite you to take a big, huge deep breath. It's Cyber Monday in 2022, at least when I'm releasing this episode. You may be listening to it in the future, but this is the time, this is the weekend that really feels like, for whatever reason, well, we know the reason, (laughs) but maybe consciously or subconsciously, the pressure starts to build. Most of us count down the clock from 10 to New Year's to the clock striking 12 and a new year beginning. But I think retailers start counting basically from Black Friday. And that means there's 35 days, give or take, for the rest of the year. And I don't say that to add to that pressure, to push even further on that gas pedal and to fray your nerves even more than this year has already frayed them. Instead of offering another thing to think about or another thing to do or another strategy to implement, I wanted to remind you that this year is coming to a close. And while this is a very important season, there will be other seasons after it. So instead, I've been thinking a lot about what is important versus what is urgent. And Honestly, I think just existing on the internet (laughs) and comparing myself to everyone on the internet, people who are content creators and influencers and friends from high school and fellow business owners and business owners I don't know but really admire, has really fueled this intense urgency I feel around almost everything. Every idea, every task, every project feels like it has to be my number one priority. And because of that, I am constantly at odds with myself. And I think there's a lot of reasons (laughs) for that urgency beyond this comparison. But I've been thinking about how there's not really one person who I compare myself to or who I feel like I'm in this rat race with. 
It's more so that I consume so much of the lives and thoughts and opinions and businesses and successes and failures and ideas of other people online that what I'm comparing myself to is this like Frankenstein's monster of all these people I love and admire. And what my brain says (laughs) is like, you have a lot of work to do to catch up. And then the alarm bell sounds. Everything becomes a fire drill. I'm running around. I'm rushing in traffic. I'm not taking the time to drink water or wear comfortable shoes or plan for dinner. I'm just waking up and feel like I'm getting into a race car. (laughs) And driving around and around and around in circles. And what happens when I'm in that place of urgency is not only that I lose track of the bigger picture, right? I also don't do my best work. (laughs) Let's be real. When I'm feeling pressured, when I'm feeling rushed, when I am already thinking about three tasks from now, then of course... I'm not being nuanced. I'm not editing. I'm not looking for ways to improve. I'm looking for ways to complete. And maybe at some point, I really valued just how much I could get done in a day, but I'm really far past that. I want to be really far past that, is what I should say. I really want to be not like that anymore. But what happens when you're in urgency is also that I lose sight of what's important. What's important to me. Urgency is something that feels like it is added on top of something. So it adds like a level of speed or a level of intensity. And I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my body wanting to push forward where I almost want to (laughs) run instead of walk. And I feel this kind of like electricity around urgency. Whereas importance, something that is important to me, that is a priority, that is my focus at a particular moment in time, feels sturdy, but not imposing. It doesn't have the same juice behind it, right? It's quiet. It's foundational. It's presence is less so about speed or agility or crossing things off a list. It just feels critical, right? And I think because of the way that we consume each other online and the way that we are conditioned, frankly, It's not as intuitive to know what to do with tasks that feel important. We know how to handle urgency. We know how to respond to a crisis. We know how to jump into action and let our adrenaline fuel our work. But importance feels so much deeper and often feels more complicated in that way because we need space to kind of suss it out, to figure out the pieces, the steps, the little moments that will get us to accomplishing that important task. 
or that important goal. And I guess I just really wanted to invite you to notice the difference between those things and ask yourself, why am I rushing? Is this important or is this urgent? And also notice how different they feel in your body. That's something that for me as an intuitive person, as a human being (laughs) trying to run a business, that kind of body compass work has been really important to me because my brain lies to me all the time. (laughs) My brain is the one setting up that fire drill and not giving me a heads up. And I'm sure there are reasons for that. I'm sure I could find ways to be grateful for my brain doing what it's doing to protect me. But when I can kind of start to notice the difference physically in what important feels like and what urgent feels like, and also what false urgency and true urgency, how those show up differently, that is what's going to guide me through the rest of this year. And honestly, through 2023, because everything can't continue to be a fire drill. And some of those things are outside of our control, of course. But I don't want to add even more stress, even more intensity, even more pressure to myself when I just don't have to. Because... I don't have it in me anymore. I shouldn't have had it in me ever. I shouldn't have put myself under that pressure if I didn't have to. But, you know, this isn't about regret. (laughs) This is about awareness. And if you're feeling that crunch, if you're feeling like there's some big red clock ticking away, counting down the rest of 2022, and you're slowly feeling like your subconscious is just putting a brick on a gas pedal and you are helpless to remove it, this is a good place to start. What is important to handle in the next few weeks of this year and what is actually urgent? There may be a little bit of crossover, but I would venture to guess that important and urgent tasks are not coming up daily. (laughs) They're probably not even coming up weekly. Check in with your body. Check in with your breath. For me, like I said, urgency is in the pit of my stomach. It almost feels like it's on the soles of my feet or like someone's hand is on my lower back pushing me forward. And importance just feels more like a presence, more grounded, more intimidating, a little bit more imposing, honestly, because the stakes feel higher. I can handle an urgent crisis, right? I can handle intensity. Sometimes I worry that I can't handle the long view anymore. I know that's not true, but that's my honest truth right now. (laughs) It's my honest take. So I invite you to do the same. I invite you to ask yourself what is important and what is urgent, and I invite you to focus for these next 35 or so days. Once you start to notice the difference, you'll be able to act accordingly. 
And that is really going to be the greatest gift of all. So for now, thanks for being here. Thanks for being in business. Cheers to feeling good. Thanks for listening to Retail for the Rest of Us. Find additional information and resources related to this episode in the show notes or on our website, feelgoodretail.com. This show was lovingly produced and edited by Softer Sounds, a feminist podcast studio. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to text it to your business bestie, share it on social media, and leave us a rating or review. It really helps the show grow organically, and we love making new friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business. And cheers to feeling good.